Fresh snowflakes stung my face, so I closed my eyes and lowered my head and urged Bloom to run faster. For being one of the largest trolla horses in Doldestam, Bloom was surprisingly quick, and his heavy hooves plowed through the snow as he raced beside the stone walls that surrounded the town. My head had begun throbbing again, a dull pain that radiated out from the gash just under my hairline along my right temple, held together with six stitches. I tried to ignore it, the same way I had any time the pain had flared up over the last two days and gripped Bloom's reins tighter. Late last night, Ridley Dresden and I had arrived back from our job in the Skoyara capital of Storvatten. Though we'd been released from our duties since the mission was declared complete, I would hardly call it over. Constantine Black had escaped, and the queen we'd gone to find was still unaccounted for. All the royals were resigned to the fact that Queen Linnea Bielsa was probably dead, most likely killed before Ridley and I had even arrived in Storvatten, so none of them held her persistent absence against us. In fact, the missing queen's brother-in-law, Prince Kennet Bielsa, had seen us out, and he seemed concerned that we didn't judge ourselves too harshly. In the majestic hall of the Storvatten Palace, with its frosty glass walls shaped to look like waves encircling us, Kennet had stood with Ridley and me by the door. I'm very sorry we weren't able to do more. I apologized once more before we departed. You did all you could. Kennet stared down at me, his aquamarine eyes sparkling like jewels, and sighed heavily, making the nearly translucent gills just below his jaw flutter. Then he took one of my hands, holding it warmly in both of his. While I was surprised by the heat and strength of his large hands encircling mine, I felt too numb to really register it. The failure of the mission left me distraught and defeated, and after the previous night's attack, my head was still in a painful fog. Don't be too hard on yourself, Bryn, Kenneth said in a voice like rolling thunder. You're better than you give yourself credit for. We should get going, Ridley interjected, if we want to make it back to Doldestam by nightfall. Yes, of course. Kenneth smiled wanly and seemed reluctant to let my hand go. I tried to smile back at him, but I couldn't muster it in my current state. Ridley had the front door open for me. As we stepped out of the palace of glass, Kenneth called after us. I hope to see you again. You're both always welcome here. I said nothing in reply, because I had no intention of ever returning to Storvatten or to that palace. With no sign of Linnea or Constantin, there would be no reason for me to ever come back. When we'd left Storvatten, my memory of Constantin Black's escape from the prison was still a bit of a blur. My head injury made it difficult for me to think clearly, or recall the incidents surrounding my skull being smashed into the stone wall of the dungeon. Ridley had scoured Constantin's cell before we left Storvatten, hoping to find a few hairs or a bit of cloth that he could use to track him. But Constantin was smart. Long before he'd become a traitor to the cannon, he'd been a tracker. He knew how our world worked, so he hadn't left a trace of himself behind for Ridley to get a read on, making it impossible for us to know where he had gone. On the long ride back home, Ridley drove 
and I lay with my head pressed against the cold window of the SUV, trying to force my mind into clarity. I told Ridley the truth about Constantine's escape, that I had gone down to the dungeon to reason with him and find out what happened to the missing Queen Linnea and that Constantine had already gotten out of his cell. I'd been overpowered and he'd escaped. But I'd left out one glaring detail. It wasn't Constantine who had smashed my head into the wall until I was unconscious. That had been Victor Doleg.